Do you feel stuck? Has your podcast stopped gaining new listeners? Do you wish your community was more engaging? I know that a lack of engagement can make you feel like nobody cares about your podcast or nobody wants to hear what you have to say, but in most cases, that's simply not true. It's more likely that your loyal listeners just haven't found you yet. Your artwork, your titles, your descriptions haven't done enough to catch their eye. Now, I'm not here to sell you on an easy button. There will be some work involved, but the first step is to get another experienced set of eyes on your project. It can be difficult to objectively examine and evaluate your own work. So head over to thepodcastersguild.com and book a podcast audit. From there, we can work together to make sure your loyal listeners are able to find your show and understand why this is the show they've been looking for. Join me at thepodcastersguild.com and we'll get started today. Next to editing, finding guests can be one of the most tiresome activities of being a podcaster. Today, I want to help you build a foundation that will relieve some of that stress and explain why I have never felt like I have a shortage of guests. So let's get going. Podcast Better is for you, the podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster, who has a business, a cause, or a hobby that you're passionate about. Each week, we'll take a closer look at the mental, physical, and technical skills necessary to produce a quality show that your fans will want to listen to. Thanks for sharing part of your day with me so that we can podcast better together. Welcome, 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 fellow podcaster. Today, we are talking about guests. I've dealt with my fair share of guests over these past, what, five, six years now. And as I said in the opening, I've never really felt like I've had a shortage of guests. It's just something that kind of came naturally to me. And I think part of my mentality with that came because I was first introduced to podcasting by being a guest on someone else's show. Back then, this was in 2015, I was just a guy running a fan website. I didn't think I was any anyone special. I didn't think I had knowledge or expertise that someone would want me to share with their audience. That that wasn't something I was thinking about. I was just a guy running a, a website. My point being is I, I didn't feel like I was someone that special, but to the right group of people, I was extremely special. I was extremely important. I was extremely someone they wanted to talk to, someone they wanted to invite on their podcast as their expert. And that's something I talked about a little bit back in episode seven, when we were talking about imposter syndrome. And expertise, it's relative. It, it, It really is. It's relative to the people you're talking about. If you know more than they do, you are an expert you could be considered an expert to them. Now, I won't dive into that discussion again right now. Go listen to episode seven if you haven't yet. But back then, that was the mentality that I had. I didn't feel I was anyone special. And so when I was invited to be on this podcast to be this expert speaker, I think that kind of forever shaped how I thought about guests on podcasts. There are millions or billions of people in the world. And well... Many millions of them have listened to podcasts. Many of them have tried to start their own podcasts. Many of them 
have potentially been guests on podcasts, there is still a large majority of people who have never been on a show. And it's not necessarily because they don't want to. More often than not, I think it's just because no one has ever asked them to be on a show. That's what happened with me. I never would have thought about podcasting. I never considered podcasting to be something I wanted to do. I never considered it to be something that would fall hand in hand with the website that I was building or future websites that I would build. So if you ever think you have a shortage of potential guests for your show, I think you're just not thinking broadly enough. I'm going to get into three categories soon, three areas that you can start looking for new people to have on your show. And maybe you've explored some of these, but maybe you've overlooked some people in these groups as well for one reason or another. Maybe you, you didn't consider how your audience would react to them. And, and that's something I'll get into a lot here today. But when you're considering these people, just also remember your next guest is just one email, one DM, one private message away from being a guest on your show. That's all it took for me. I, I, I looked around a little bit and I, I just couldn't find the exact uh, message that was sent to me to ask me to be on the show the first time at my very first guest appearance. But that's all it was. It was just one simple message saying, hey, would you like to be a guest on our show? This is what the show is about. This is what we would like you to talk about. And that's all it took. That's what got me hooked. And I went on to be a recurring guest on that show. That's the other thing to consider. Just because someone's been a guest on your show once doesn't mean you can never use them as a guest again, especially if they're a good guest. If you can get them back on your show, if your audience responded well to their first appearance, you should definitely get them back for a second appearance. But let's start getting into this. Where can you find your new guests? The first place I'm going to recommend and this is the first place you should go for a lot of things. It's it's the, the rec- recommendation I get a lot for any time. Where can I find my a new employee? Where can I find someone to do this? Where can I find someone to do that? Go to your personal network, your personal network, your friends, your family, your Facebook friends, your Twitter followers, wherever you are in real life or online, go ask those people. Sometimes you'll discover hidden talents within the people you already know. Sometimes you'll discover hidden interests that you didn't know some of your friends have or even family members. You never know what you might find. Maybe you have a very specific narrow topic that that it's going to be hard to find people within your personal network, but it's worth a shot. These are the people that you're most connected with. These are the people that it's going to be easiest to talk to. You're going to have an existing connection already. And so When it comes down to asking them to be on your show, it should be a more comfortable conversation. When it comes down to talking with them on the show, actually, and having a conversation with them, it should help relieve some of your nerves, some of your stress. So those are all good things already. So if you can get someone from your existing network, that is a great place to start. It's a great place to start building your inventory, your your repertoire, your catalog of contacts of interviewees however you want to put it that is the first place you should start and once again you can either message people individually if you think they are someone that is a good fit for your show or you can just if it if you're talking about online here on facebook just post something on your personal newsfeed and say hey 
This is what my show is. This is what it's about. This I'm looking for people to talk about this topic. Is there anyone out there who would be interested in talking with me for 15 to 20 minutes about this topic? That's all it takes. That's really all it takes. And and you can make it even more palatable, private for them and say, hey, if you're interested, you can either comment below or just send me a private message. Some people are more comfortable doing it that way. They, they don't want to be out there as public and, and especially if it's a sensitive topic. That way they can just send you a private message and no one has to know that they're communicating with you. Just give people that option. Give people that permission to contact you privately. So that's the first place I want you to look, your personal network. But if you're still struggling, if you can't find anybody there, which is possible, you don't always share the same exact interests, the same opinions, the same hobbies with all of the people you hang out with. But if that's the case, then it's often true that you are a part of a different community. If you're starting a podcast about a specific topic, chances are there's already a community or multiple communities out there, specifically online, but elsewhere as well, that also talk about or discuss this topic. And I would imagine if you are passionate enough that you are willing to start a podcast about this topic, that you are already a part of at least one of these communities. If you're not, I highly suggest you get involved with these communities. But I think that there is a good chance that you are already a part of at least one of these communities, online or offline, that surrounds the topic that your podcast is about. And this is where you're going next. Because these are the people that you already know they love talking about the same topic. They are they are just as passionate as you are. And so you have that that common thread already. So you, you can speak the same language with them. You know that they know what they're going to be talking about. So once again, you can invite them on your show with some level of confidence. And once again, you can either message these people privately or put a message out to the whole community and say, hey, I have this podcast. I'm looking for for guests and go about it that way. This is something I did with my Light Seekers podcast called Need More Buffs. It was about a trading card game. And I did this on a fairly regular basis. I went out into the community. I was a part of the Facebook groups and I just went out into the community and said, hey, this is what I'm talking about this week. You know, or if you have a topic that you want to talk about, get in touch with me. I never had any shortage of guests. And while everyone out there may not be considered an expert, sometimes that's good for your show. Sometimes, and this this depends on your topic a lot. It, it really does depend on your topic. But I've seen it work in the business realm. I've seen it work uh, for me in the gaming realm. Sometimes people like to hear from your average listener, from your average person within the group. If you're running a business podcast, yeah, it's great to hear from the people who had already made their millions. But what about the people who are just getting started? Because those are the people that are often listening to your podcast. They, they want to be the millionaire someday, but they're just getting started with their business. So why don't you interview someone who's just getting started? Had a little bit of success, maybe some failures, but they're in the same headspace as the people who are listening to your show. You don't have millionaires listening to your show saying, hey, how can I make more millions? No, they already got to figure it figured out. They're, they have their own experts. I actually did this on Need More Buffs once. A question I was getting a lot was, well, how do I, how do I build a deck? How do I build a solid deck from scratch with the cards that I have? Where do I start? Where do I begin? And so I invited someone 
onto my show, who was a relatively new player to the game. They had asked me this question, I think it was on the Facebook page, and I said, hey, would you be willing to talk through this on the show live? That's all it took, one simple Facebook message. And he said, sure, yeah, we can do that. And so I had him on the show, and we went through on the show live how to build a deck. And it was one of the most popular episodes out there. It was, it, 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 because there are so many people who are at that level. Yes, they love hearing from from the top players in the game. And believe me, I had those people on the show too, talking about their strategies and the decks they built and, and how they went about building those decks. But it's also useful to get someone who is closer in skill level to your average listener. It is useful to have those people on the show. And this is one of the main reasons I say I never feel like I have a shortage of guests. It's simply how you go about framing the episode, how you go about showing people, teaching people, explaining things to people. When you can find a way to take just your average listener and turn them into a useful guest on the show, that is something that is going to help you immensely because then it's just up to you to come up with ideas and come up with the the courage to ask someone in your community, in your audience already, if they want to be a guest on the show. So there's one and two, your personal network and your community. If you can't find a plethora of guests within those two two networks, please contact me. I, I, I would be interested to know what you're talking about that that is so specific that you're still struggling. But there's one more place I want you to look as well, because this is somewhere I've also gotten some of my top guests from, is at events. Once again, if there is a topic that you're so passionate about that you are willing to start a podcast about it, it probably has a community, and it also probably has some sort of events that go alongside of it whether these be physical events or digital events, whatever the case may be, there are probably events. And whether you are running these events or just attending these events, it doesn't matter. The point is you are coming into contact with so many people that are also interested in whatever you're talking about. And this, more than any other, is the best place that I've found to get in touch with your higher level guests. Basically, if you can reach out to someone personally because you saw them at an event for two minutes and said, hey, by the way, I run this podcast about this topic. I was wondering if you might be interested in coming on my show to be a guest sometime and you get some piece of contact information from them that right then and there. Like that is a super simple way to go about it. And just the fact that you have a podcast says something about you. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Podcasts are powerful. They really are. They are super powerful. Part of the reason is they give you this platform to connect with other people, whether they be average people like you or what other people might consider celebrities. People love talking about the things that they do. People love talking about things that they love, their hobbies, their jobs, their passions. People love talking about this stuff. And sometimes all it takes is for someone to step up and say, hey, I want to talk about this with you. Would you be willing to sit down and let me record our conversation? That's all it is. Asking someone to sit down and record a conversation. 
if you're at an event, chances are you're going to have a conversation with them, whether it be two minutes, five minutes, or half an hour. And you could even potentially record an episode right then and there at the event if they have the time. That's a tip for another day. Make sure to bring your recording equipment or some form of recording equipment with you to these events. But that is a distinct possibility. You could potentially record multiple episodes when you're attending an event because people are right there. You don't have to worry about scheduling. You don't have to worry about time zones. You don't have to worry about potential conflicts or kids running around through the background or other things that may come up. When they're at an event, their time and energy is dedicated to that event. Their time and energy is dedicated to that topic, to that passion, to that hobby, whatever it may be. And so if you can catch them in the middle of that, if you can say, hey, let's let's just have a 15 minute conversation about this specific portion of this topic, that's a very real possibility. And if you can come out of a, a three day event with another five episodes, five interviews from top notch guests, why wouldn't you do that? That sounds like a fantastic opportunity. So do you see what I'm saying here? The, the potential for guests on your show is everywhere. Everyone you talk to is potentially a guest on your show. Maybe they have currently have zero interest in your topic, but what if they're interested in learning about your topic? What if your best friend has no idea what you talk about on your podcast, but you mention it one day and they're like, oh, I've always kind of wondered about that. Why don't you invite them to be a guest on your show? You can have a conversation with your best friend and just explain to them why you're so passionate. Ask the, get them to ask you questions. Like As a newcomer to this community, what questions do you have? And then there you are playing the expert. Remember, expertise is relative. So in this case, you are the expert. You are your best friend's expert. And you get a chance to tell them about the thing that you love. But at the same time, almost turning the tables and having them interview you, having them ask the questions, it's going to be a great experience for like I said, the average listener who is either just getting into the hobby or maybe for other listeners who want to invite some of their friends to join their hobby. And they're like, well, I don't know what it's all about. And it's like, well, here, listen to this episode. In this episode, you know, he's telling his best friend exactly what this hobby is all about. So the next time you're looking for guests for your show, just look around you. Look at your personal network. Look to your community. Look at events that you attend or have attended, you can look at past events. What, what contacts have you made at past events? Are you still in touch with those people? Have they become part of your personal network? Have they become part of your community? Reach out to them. Guests are all around you. It's just up to you to reach out to them, to ask them if they would like to come on your show. Ask them if they would like to talk, just have a conversation, 15 to 20 minute conversation about your topic about a specific topic. The more specific you can be, the better. People like to know what you're asking them to do. That, that That's something that's going to stop a lot of people from coming on your show, or they're going to hesitate at least when it's like, well, what do you want me to talk about? I, mean, I, I, don't, I don't know what I have to say. If you can just give them a little taste of, well, we're just going to have a conversation about this. Like I said, be specific as possible because that, that gives them some time to think about what they might be able to say. Think about some talking points. But that's it. That's all you need to do. Just look around you, reach out, ask the people you know. If you've lived on this earth for 10, 20, 30, 40 plus years, you've had contact with hundreds, 
thousands, if not millions of people. Your guests are out there. And this is a great way to build a foundation. Start with the people you know. Get comfortable having different people on your show. The more people you have on the show, the easier it is to get new guests, get more more famous guests on your show. These are all just stepping stones. This is where you start, but it's also where you come back to because you'll have this never-ending supply of people that can be on your show. I hope that makes sense. I hope I explained it well enough for you. But really, you should never have a shortage of guests on your show. There's always a way you can frame an episode, that you can structure an episode, that you can bring just about anybody on your show if you really think about it. There are going to be some exceptions to that, I understand. But I have faith in you. You can do it. If you need help with this, please reach out. I'm only one email, one DM, one private message away. I would be glad to talk to you about this. And who knows? Maybe I can be a guest on your show. Anyway, I don't want to force that on you. I don't need you to make a decision right now. But guests are out there. That's what I want you to do today. Go find a new guest. Whether you run a solo show, whether you have a co-host, guests are always welcome on any kind of show. They really are. They, they, they spice up the show. They break up the, mon- the monotony of what you might usually be doing on the show. So go find yourself a guest. All right, that's enough on that. I'm going to get out of here. We'll talk soon. If you're starting a podcast soon, you're going to need a podcast hosting company. For that, there's only one company I recommend, Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout has a clean, user-friendly interface. Their system is set up to walk you through every step of the process you need to set up your podcast. But if you ever get stuck, I'm more than happy to help you out. Buzzsprout also has the best customer service I've ever experienced. So even if I'm unable to help, rest assured that your problem will be handled. You can try Buzzsprout free for 90 days to see what it's all about by using my affiliate link. Just go to thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout. That's thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout. If you use that link and choose to upgrade to a paid plan, Buzzsprout will even send you a $20 Amazon gift card after your second paid month. It's a win for everybody. Let me know if you have any questions, but head on over to thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout today, and I can't wait to see what you create.